0: You are listening to The Chronic Sisters and you are joined by your host Jess and Sean, and this is episode 14. Welcome back.
1: Welcome back everybody. Thank you so much for listening to last week's episode on resilience. We really appreciate all the feedback that we've gotten. Look, we pulled it out of our asses but... It was a pretty good one. Papa Gannon was worried we weren't
0: going to pull it together, but we did. And we did. A few of a few of our listeners said it was their favourite episode. So thank you very much for listening. Yeah, thank you,
1: thank you so much. We'll try and be delirious again next time.
0: Yeah, one more episode after this one for the end of season one.
1: I know, but we've actually got a nice little treat for us today. We have got a local chronic sister of ours joining us in the studio. Um, and if, <laughs> if you can call it a studio, it's really just a spare room. Covered um, in drapes. <laughs> we've covered it in drapes because we've moved the table around so we can all fit behind it with the um, microphones. But we've got our um, friend, colleague, and chronic sister joining us, Steph. And for the OG listeners, she is the triathlon that I referred to back in episode (laughs) Episode one or two. two. Our friend the
0: triathlon. Our
1: friend the triathlon's here and she's here to tell us her story. Um, So we'll get to talking to Steph in a minute. But first, we've got the...
0: Fun Fact Follow-Up!
1: Well done, Steph. <laughs> Steph's <laughs> joining that in. Out. Nice. Okay,
0: that's, that's iconic. You just haven't to. even
1: been introduced yet and just throwing out the Fun she's Fact follow up. only one wine down and she's <laughs> into it. Not even one. Just half a glass. <laughs> oh, Hair of the dog on. in. Okay, so Fun Fact Follow-Up. Not many for me because one of my fun fact follow-ups last week was you didn't think that the quote that I did last week was a proverb and my dad actually confirmed that it was a proverb and he also confirmed that the caravans that I was assuming was an actual caravan was actually like called a group of camels when they used to trek through the desert so it's a legit thing. Papagana knew all about it. Yeah yeah right. And then the second fun fact follow-up was the um, astronaut dude that I talked about for Zach's quote, and his name is Chris Hadfield. And he wrote a book, um, An Astronaut's Guide to Life on Earth. Um, And then he's also got a book, You Are Here, with all photos that he took from space of Earth. So, nailed it on that one.
0: That's fabulous. That's only two for me. That's good. I don't think I actually have one this week. What do you mean? I don't think I do. Really? No. I and actually don't have any. Do. Two shoes. I don't think so. It's going to Riff. be a triple, like double fun fact follow up next week. Double, but double, I triple. I actually back don't really think I have any this week. Sorry. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Sad. Honest, gal. On, honest, gal. Back. All right.
1: All right, sister. <laughs> All right. Well, we've skipped past the fun fact follow ups, but let's get on to our guest. So, Miss Steph. Welcome to the Chronic Sisters podcast. Thank you so much for joining us.
2: Thank you for having me, ladies. I'm a big, big fan of the podcast.
1: I love it because we, you and I have known each other and we'll talk about that later on. But can you just tell us a little bit about you and what your chronic illness is and how how you've become part of the community? So what, where did your story start? My story
2: started when I was a child, when I was 12, and I had a brain tumour. So was lucky didn't need chemo didn't need radiation anything like that it was a benign tumor and was resected i had a bit of rehab after that and then everything was just monitored for 19 years i did have a cyst there so a cyst was um just a fluid-filled sack For people that don't know what cyst is, left in the brain, which was just monitored, mm. um, didn't cause me any issues. Had you know regular MRIs for a period of time. Mm. Then fast forward to age thirty-one.
1: Skip and forward one, two, miss a few. <laughs> yeah. Ninety-nine, uh, thirty-one. I was. <laughs> yes. That's
2: right. I was at work, and I'd had some as a nurse. So I'm a nurse at the Children's Hospital with you guys, mm-hmm. and I was coordinating a shift. Oh, for a, a couple of days I'd had neck pain, and I was like, "Oh, I slept funny." Neck pain led into some vertigo, and then I was we went on a shift with Ben, one of my friends, Ben, and he's like, "Steph, you're not you're not walking in a straight line, mate." And I was like, "I'm pretty sure I am. I'm pretty sure I'm walking in a straight line."
1: <laughs> nah, definitely straight, goes, definitely a straight something's line.
2: Something's not right. And during that shift, things deteriorated. Really bad vertigo. Couldn't see properly. Went home, caught in sick the next day. Thought mm. I'd just have a little rest. And one of my friends that is a doctor, she was like, do you want to go out for dinner tonight? And I was like, look, I'm feeling pretty rough. I've got this vertigo, I've got this neck pain. And she goes, stop you need to go and get that scene. Yeah. Go to a hospital. And I was like, I'm not going to hospital. Anyway, dad referred me for an MRI. So just a, I went to a private practice MRI.
1: So side note, your dad's a doctor. Side
2: note, dad's a doctor. He referred me, got me in. And you, you know, to get into an MRI in a couple hours doesn't normally happen. No. So his friend, the radiologist was scanning me.
1: It's not what you know it's who you know exactly
2: who you know and he pulled me out and he said you need to go to charlie Gardner's right now you've had a brain hemorrhage and it's compressing on your brain stem
1: Excuse for people me? at home
2: the brain <laughs> stem, yeah, let's explain that let's break that down controls heartbeat and breathing so quite it's pretty fun- important fun functions um so how did like, you feel
1: when that happened
2: how did, oh, I was, like, how did you like I was, absorb that information I was still in the mri machine at what? This, and they were like we just got to send you back in for a few more pictures so they sent So me they're back telling in. you this through their headphones? and the No, the they, no, they, walked, in. In. they oh. Oh. walked in. They kindly walked in. kindly. And <laughs> then <laughs> so they pushed me back in and I could just feel my heart rate going up. And I was like, yeah. I think we're going to vomit. And, you know, they give you like a little emergency bell in there. And I was like, I had to press that. I was like, let me out of here. And, you know, being a nurse. How Bill, did you get, you didn't Bill. drive
0: to the MRI, did you? My,
2: my, luckily, mum drove me and I'm a stubborn person. So I was like, I'll be fine. She goes, no, I'm leaving work. I'm going to come drive you.
1: Mum's so, also a nurse also. So yeah. mum's
2: sitting in the waiting room and it's the end of the day. It's getting dark. She's like, what's going on in there? And they pulled me out and they said, this has happened. You need to get to Charlie's. And yeah, because I'm a, I'm a neurosurgical nurse. So mm. I knew what. when they said this is what's happened, I'm thinking it's not good but anyway just autopilot
1: less than average less than average
2: exactly so what had happened was yeah i'd I'd had a bleed and i but i'd bleed into that cyst that had been there since i was 12 so that was kind because then it didn't just bleed throughout my whole brain and kill me
1: so it like collected
2: contained in the cyst wow so i went to got to charlie's ed and one of the neurosurge doctors that i knew came out and he goes how the fuck are you walking
1: (laughs) not Uh, straight according to ben
2: he goes not straight he goes let me show you your scan and he showed me this huge this huge cyst Mm. it was taking up a very large i'm happy to share the photo yeah we'd love that show you the photo for people at home um so this very large cyst filled with blood that had unfortunately bled and then clotted so it was compressing on the brain stem and they're like we don't we don't know what we're going to do about this people when i was in the emergency department that day people like other doctors were coming in to see the girl sitting up with the cysts that big
0: compressing
2: w- the brain, brain yeah and i was like i don't really want to be a circus act i know that's not good that people are coming in to check it out
1: yeah but you never want to be interesting like crazy. anatomy i yeah, said yeah. that last yeah, time you never want to be interesting you don't to want to be interesting no
2: so i was like okay great so I got admitted to the neurosurgical ward mm. And the next morning the surgeon came in and he said, this is what's happened. We can't do much about it now because it's clotted. To go in and drain it in a a less invasive procedure, Mm. you need it to be liquefied blood.
1: But it was clotted
2: so they couldn't drain it. And they're like, we don't want to operate that close to your brainstem Mm. because it's too risky. So I sat in the hospital for 10 days while the blood started to liquefy
1: oh my gosh hoping
2: that it would liquefy so i'm sitting there every day they were doing scans every couple of days and um it was taking a very long time to liquefy the other thing they had to do is a cerebral angiogram like mm. you had you said in episode two mm. you were sitting in there and you're awake and so you can hear everyone talking not yep. good like in paediatrics they put you to sleep yeah. like, just put me to sleep <laughs> <laughs> i don't you want know? to hear the chit yeah. i don't want to hear what you're talking about i don't want
1: to hear the chop shot tat like no So
2: yeah so that were thinking that there'd be some malformation of blood vessels that had caused the bleed, Mm. something like that. There was nothing on there. So it was a spontaneous bleed
1: and they don't know why it bled. Okay, just pause for two seconds. Just like how did you comprehend sitting in bed for 10 days just waiting? How did you navigate that space? Lots
2: of visitors. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Lucky it wasn't COVID. Yeah.
2: uh, Yeah, so I just had lots of visitors. The nurses actually had to come in and say, you need to rest. Too many visitors. Too many oh, they visitors. They also tried to send me home. They're like, You can come back for your surgery. And mum's like, No.
1: N- I'm not no, I
2: no. physio didn't clear me, so that was great. Because <laughs> as you can <laughs> but, but as the blood started to liquefy, the cyst mm. obviously got bigger. Yeah. So sure. my symptoms were getting worse. So by the end I could hardly walk at all.
1: So it was like just a big balloon blowing up in your brain. Exactly. Full of blood. Not and just compressing all of the things that are important. You know,
2: and I'm sitting there for going, I don't is this gonna blow? you know, like, is yeah. this just going to burst? How you deal How with did, that anxiety? Yeah. Of- I was on like two hourly ops. The nurses came in every two hours and I was sure. very happy with that.
1: I'm very happy. With- and I was happy that I was <laughs> getting checked <laughs> yeah. regularly. Just yeah. happy with that one. So in that moment, do you think being a nurse and being a neuro nurse on top of that, so AKA that's your bread and butter that you look after, did that help you? No. Or did that make it worse almost because you were almost anticipating worse, all of the For
0: sure that would have made it so
2: much worse. much haven't. worse and then that you know all the doctors so they're all you know coming into your oh stare yeah. that, yeah i'm like oh this is not this good this is awkward
1: it's and, weird
2: yeah it was not good so that was 10 days and then finally i had a scan on like a monday and they're like oh it's liquefied we'll go in tomorrow morning drain it you'll rate you'll be you'll you know recover from that and then you'll go home so i'm just thinking all right okay give me give me a month off work Wrong. <laughs>
1: yeah wrong. wrong. I'll be back in four weeks on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds
2: like you, Charlotte, yeah. <laughs> <In> replacement. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I had the surgery. That was awful. I woke up in a whole lot of pain because they had to dig through all your neck muscles, and it was horrible. So did, how do they go in? Burr hole. So a little drain. Oh yeah. Mm. And then, Just then they, they drill straight in. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah drain they in. Drill. But they have. Yeah. They still have to go through all your. You know, you've got to do a craniotomy. Go right through, yeah. and then they drain it. And they drained 500 mils of blood. Sorry, what? So Sorry, what? So they said to me, you How did you not cone? I know. They said to me, you're going to feel pretty rough because you had 500 mils in there. That's now gone. So that's half but a that, litre. That's half
0: your brain space, plus, Steph.
2: Plus, they're less of, you know, there's a drain still in there. So I'm watching, as I've woken up, more blood just draining into this drainage system. Drain. And it was like an EVD set up type situation. Um, and so it just kept draining and I felt horrible. I felt so 500 mils, 500 mils. The next day, I think because they drained so much, I got up. Mm. And, and, and fell down, it,
0: did you? Uh, we, Straight know, back down. They didn't
2: yeah. know if it was a vasovagal or I was like, twitching quite a bit. So they don't know if it was a seizure. seizure. Luckily, they didn't chart seizure on my discharge paperwork or that would affect a lot of driving and everything like that. So yeah, thank yeah, you yeah. kindly.
1: Thank you, Connie. <laughs> <just>, sla- seizure slash vasovagal slash faint. <laughs> Thank you so much.
2: Right. Um, so yeah, I was in hospital for a total about three and a half weeks. And then I just thought, sweet, send me home.
1: But I've done I, my time I, now.
2: I actually Weren't like, you originally a
0: code blue at work?
2: I had a code blue. No, that well, was two years later. I had oh, a code blue at work. you
0: skipping forward, Sorry, Jess, sorry, but I've got PTSD from that. But yeah, go on, keep that was a code, We'll catch that we'll that up for that. Later. Okay,
2: okay. But yeah, so they, because they drained so much and I had that brainstem injury, which mm. is now I have it. my chronic illness is an acquired brain injury. Mm but i couldn't sit up so even just sitting up in the bed i felt so rough so my surgeon said to me because i was watching grey's anatomy just to get me through the <laughs> days he goes you have to watch a grey's anatomy episode in the morning and an afternoon and sit up the whole time and then you go home so i just totally lied and said yep yeah I, did I, I, did I did it. It. discharge me go home got discharged far really too early really good nurse that's what that is yeah, yeah. self care self care so mm. good so then they discharged me with Rith, which is rehab in the home because i had to learn to walk again i couldn't walk more than a couple hundred meters that's a lie that was that's stretch i couldn't walk a <laughs> few steps few steps
1: <laughs> so how, with that how did you so like i'd said previously i referred to Steph as a triathlon so previous previous to this occurring you were a super active athlete.
2: Yeah, six weeks before I did a half Ironman and then and then I had the brain hemorrhage.
1: What? Sorry.
2: That's so, yeah, I did control. Just
1: okay. a casual.
0: I just, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I did a half What's Ironman. I a half Ironman. Sorry?
1: So what, what for the people across the- What's a half the, yeah, Ironman, Steph? For the people across the world who maybe don't know what an no Ironman Man is- can you just explain what that consists of? Uh,
2: half Iron Man. I'm not a full I- iron Man. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Fuck. I'm not 15th. even. I'm not oh, even yeah. a 16. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm, I'm pretty sure I've got iron in me, but not not to that level. So just explain what the what the whole thing is.
2: So it is a 1.9 kilometer swim. A 90k bike, 21k runs. That's fucked.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: That? I know. What a freak. Casual. 90k's. Casually. Are you kidding? I love the 90k's. That's the best bit. Shut, shut
1: up, you shut freak. Shut
2: up, Steph. <laughs> <laughs> Have another sip of your wine, you oh my
1: God. triathlon. You are a triathlon. So anyway, okay. So you've gone from up here, half Ironman, full Ironman in my book, really, And then to not being able to walk a couple of steps. How does that change in your self-assessment of yourself at that time? Like, how did you feel?
2: I was in denial because my surgeon said to me, do you have any questions post-op? And I said, when do you think I can do another Ironman? Oh, Oh, stop stop it, Steph. Steph. (laughs) So not like baby steps, you know.
1: How can I do a ninety k, please? Probably not. (laughs) Probably not.
2: And he, so he'd never seen this type of bleed, like the, you know, because it was a spontaneous bleed. They don't know what caused it, but in that area, into assist. So I was like the the guinea pig for how I was going to recover. No one knew.
1: That's fun. That's
2: fun. Yeah, that's good. You love that. You
1: love that being that that guinea pig. That first. Yeah, you don't like that. So, okay, so we're at home, and we're navigating through Rith, so rehab in the home, and at this point, where are you living?
2: At my mum's house.
1: So you've gone back to your parents' house to have assistance with living, and so, okay, so we're powering through the rehab, when do we get to the point that we think work's a good idea?
2: Oh, well, I thought it was a great idea to start with. Do you, know how, <laughs> do you know how much I was in denial? So they sent me a letter, the State Head Injury Unit, which is um, run through Sir Charles Garden Hospital. Mm-hmm. So I got referred to them by the neurosurgical team and I got a letter in the mail saying, living with an acquired brain injury information session, mm. please RSVP. I politely declined because i said i, no, I have you. one of those i said i li- i work on an acquired brain injury ward so i don't need to attend
1: i don't know mate. I, I, I need I, it i don't need yeah. it
2: it's really the same thing looking after a child also can i just say recovering from neurosurgery to the child far easier than when you're yeah. an adult yeah, yeah. i just sure. bought a house so i had a mortgage a job a boyfriend you know you're trying to adult be good, life be a good girlfriend be a good yeah. friend oh. and how what did you do with the house and everything just um, I had housemates so that was great so oh, she true. was paying me rent and yeah. I didn't get any income protection or anything like that so and I used up all my sick leave so I had just family helped me yeah, yeah.
1: so it gets to that point hey like when because we've been talking about this throughout the season but like when you're living with a chronic illness as a functioning adult i.e. you've got a job like surface level you look like you've got your shit together, you've almost got this little devil on your shoulder being like your chronic, your chronic illness can knock you for six at any time. And then you've still got to be able to uphold this image and this life that you've created, which is almost extra pressure. Like you put so much pressure on yourself to be able to function as a s- surface level abled person, right? Because you want everything that everyone else has. You yep. want to be able to maintain the house, maintain mm-hmm. the job, maintain, maintain the relationships. Friends, the relationships, the partner, yep. the, yeah. So it, it puts on extra pressure and then you almost rush the process.
2: Yeah, totally. Totally, right? 100%. Get me back to work, get, get me back into back my to house. Yep. Get me back to triathlons, get, yep. let me yep. go, t- go, go to the pub. Like there was no, the symptoms that I still get and mm. got are things that I never thought that were put, like sensory overload, mm. pattern glare, like sensitivity to light, mm. sensitivity to noise, all those things, you're not going to be doing that when you're yeah recovering and you're going to cafes and pubs. Yeah, yeah like yeah, the yeah.
1: smallest things, hey? like So we, uh, just as a side note for the people that are listening at home in the car or walking a, their dog... Our hospital used to be in a very old building, um, very decrepit, smelly place. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Frankenstein of a building had just been morphed over like a hundred. How old was it when we left? Like 107? Yeah, decaying infrastructure. infrastructure. Yeah, yeah look, the lifts, <laughs> the yeah. lifts kept breaking. It was a good time. We had some good stories there. So it was a very dark hospital, right? And then we move into a very modern, beautiful hospital, state of the art. It's very bright, very shiny. How did you go sensory-wise coming into that hospital? Because
0: even you, Shan, like at yeah. lunch we can't. There's certain seats that we can't mm. sit in for Shan's mm. glare and vision that we can't actually sit
1: in at work. No. Because the fabric is lined. The stripy and fabric. It, um, triggers my my eyes, and I go into a full migraine. That's
2: why I have these glasses on. So these aren't because I ha- need a prescription. Mm. They
1: are.
2: I went to a neuro-optometrist mm. and he basically put my head in a box and shined all these lights and all these patterns. Oh, gosh. and then That put sounds di- like torture. Torture. Yeah. And then put like different tinting into the glasses. And mm. so they help with, you know, all the fluorescent lights. and Wow.
1: Shine, you need them added to yours. Yeah, get it in yours. You, my, the lens would be like a bottle end. <laughs> I already get these thinned, right? So my glasses, I've got thicker frames, but you can still see the lens. Yeah, yeah. Very it. thick. Very thick. And these are thinned. Like, these are the thin lenses, like the version, slimmed down, gone on Weight Watchers kind of lenses. If I was to get just the natural, it would honestly be the bottom of a wine bottle, and you want to add on another lens to that. (laughs) Are you for real? Can't they
0: blend it in? I've been looking like
1: I'm walking around with binoculars the whole time. Just blinkers out the but side. Yeah, we might be able to sit
0: in the booth for lunch. Uh,
1: that's not worth it, mate. <laughs> no, is <worth> it? <laughs>
0: it's
1: not worth it. <laughs> it's not worth it. I'd rather sit on a chair. Yeah,
2: yeah, you don't think about all the sensory yeah. things in the hospital. So the lights, mm. even just you're looking after children. So your attention is divided mm. between all these children. You know, And one thing that I get a lot of is vertigo and dizziness. So like the physio that I have to do twice a day, is called um, it's vestibular rehab so it's habituation. Oh, you, you dig flip your head over the yeah. end of the bed no no that's if you've got like crystals, crystals. in your oh, ear right. and trying to get rid of them but this is hang on what? Yeah, that's the thing. So, Vertigo, get cr- ear crystals. It's called BP. Oh, I can't remember what yeah. it's called. Yeah. B- a, a it's- fun fact follow, fa- follow up. Fun fact <laughs> step. Fun fact <laughs> follow up. Exactly. <laughs> and there's this maneuver, and you release the crystals, and then your Vertigo goes. But unfortunately, you can't release anything from me because there's just a big hole there. <laughs> but um, the. The, um,
1: the exercises that you exercises, do.
2: Exercises. So it's called habituation. So it's basically like it desensitization. Nothing we can do for you You to just get used to it. So my physio, ha- for it to work, it has to trigger symptoms so that then it makes it easier in the workplace. So if I'm turning my head oh, really so quickly. it's torture. It's, it's so they just make you bring on your symptoms in therapy. Yeah. Right. That's correct.
1: Okay. So, right. So we're just going to well, keep the, doing of,
0: it. Yeah, so that keep doing it, oh, you're dealing with it better now, Steph? Is it less keep annoying now, that. Steph?
2: So, yeah, No. You, and, if it's, and if it's not annoying enough, go faster or do more. Because I do notice when I stop, like if I get sick or something and don't Mm. do my physio, Mm. my symptoms are so much worse after that.
1: So it's almost like when you have an allergy testing, you're doing desensitization. So you just take a little bit at a time and then progressively it gets more and more to the point that if you see it in the natural habitat, it's not as bad.
0: Correct. So what what do what kind of exercise do you have to do? To don't do them, them now. I, I don't do, do a them, just, no, 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 don't,
1: don't do it now, don't, don't do it. You've got to drive just, home. Yeah, just tell <laughs> us just tell about us. it.
2: Just tell us. So so I'll walk along. I look. I used to do it in the park, <laughs> it looks so weird. So you walk along, put your head up, put your head down, put your head to the side you know left right um there's like they're called gaze stabilization exercises so eye movements spinning around you know look like a little dizzy dinosaurs like a catwalk model doing a little spin at the end of the catwalk (laughs) there's all sorts of things you'd be surprised
1: so so did you find that they've helped you
2: oh definitely i remember my first physio appointment so i went from rehab in home to this neurophysio stroke unit and and he said this is what you've got to do and i remember thinking that is not going to work. That's a joke. <laughs> this guy's crazy. And then <laughs> the, you don't notice the small steps when you're recovering. you just, yeah. you know, you you're like looking at these big long-term goals and you're like, well, that, I can't I can't do that. Mm. But the little small steps, if you do step back and have a look at how much you've recovered and your improvements, like yeah. it definitely, definitely helped. Okay. It still
1: does. still does now. So you're still doing them. You're a good patient Twice a day. is what you're saying. Good girl, good Steph. Good girl, Steph. Proud
0: your of you. Your physio will be so proud of so you. So
1: proud. So proud of you. So, okay, so we've... Had our initial looking after myself not very well, ignoring the fact that you got vertigo, vertigo, neck pain. Then you've had your massive bleed into the cyst. You've had your drainage of half a liter. I can't, <laughs> I can't, can't go over that, that part. No, neither. That's a lot of volume. Um, and so we've gone home. We've rehabbed. We're getting our way back in. We're back at work now. Question mark?
2: No, because I failed. That's when I met you. So I tried to go back to the oh, ward okay. and failed. So when and worked with Sean in education, we became little yeah. brain buddies. Yeah,
1: so we became brain buddies because we learned that we both um, have an acquired brain injury. Um, so we – and we were both studying at the time as well, weren't we? Yeah, you, that's yeah. the other thing. That's so I thing. was
2: doing my master's. Yeah. So I carried Classic on doing that. Classic overachiever oh, oh, yeah,
0: I was doing triathlons. Oh, yeah, master's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
2: what, what, who wouldn't just – you know, now defer. on reflection, yep. I did defer one semester. Oh, only one. Fair. Only just one step. Just one. But I finished it. I did an, a big research project in the hospital, which was that's far right. too big for what needed to be done. But I did it and finished in 2019. But it's like, why Why did you why do did that? Why did you need to do that? And yeah. now <laughs> I am I have learnt. I'm now, you know, need to give you two some advice. on looking <laughs> after your chronic illness because I've sorted it out. You've now. Done, you've,
1: you've, well, that's why we wanted to get you on, okay? So... For the listeners who maybe missed last week and a couple weeks before, we're talking about balance, we're talking about resiliency, we're talking about saving our spoons. We've talked about that the whole season, right? Yeah. So the reason, one of the reasons that we've asked Steph to come on today was because obviously Steph and I are brain buddies, so we talk outside of work and whatever, and we always catch up and see how each other are doing. And... Steph had been struggling for a while in terms of that balance of work, life. And letting work
0: go and stepping down from work, yeah. hey. and yeah.
1: and, keep, and maintaining that social aspect of your life because did you find that before you found your balance, when you were trying to work, when you got back onto the ward, did you find that you were able to function as the person that you wanted to be when you were doing all of the shifts? Absolutely not. So what did your life look like when you were doing all of the shifts?
2: In my head, the most important thing was being out of work because I love my job so much. Mm. And I was like, I've just got to work and I've got to get back to full time. So I never got back to full time. I was working 0.7 until recently, but I was going to work and that was it. Like I couldn't, I couldn't exercise on top of that. I struggled seeing friends. Like there was Mm. a lot of couch time and then that's really takes a toll on your mood as well it does yeah. and then you
0: almost feel guilty for having couch time like I'm oh, not achieving anything oh I have to couch. tell you
2: so my best friend Danny early stages of my recovery she created she opened a bank account called the I feel bad fund and it, because I, I I felt like I was such a burden to everyone because I was you know cancelling at the last minute and you know not as energetic not as exciting and I kept saying I feel bad I feel bad and she goes. Okay, five dollars in this account for every time you say, I feel bad.
1: Wow. I open this
2: bank that's account? a good best <laughs> friend. That's a good Yay! friend. Oh, she's a good egg.
1: She's a good egg. So with so and that's so true as well because we've spoken about it on the podcast in the chronic illness guilt that you feel for putting yourself first or actually listening to your body is a real pull and you do feel like you are a burden to the people around you, even though you would do exactly what you need for them.
2: That's right. Do you know what I
1: mean? Yeah. Yep. So how much money did you end up saving? I
2: don't know. I'd have to does ask she still her have how it? much She's in the fund. Yeah, does she have the fund th- still? It really worked. So I really stopped saying. Also, the other thing that I initially refused or politely declined <laughs> from the state <laughs> headers unit was a psychologist. I was like, I don't know. I'm fine. I don't need a psychologist. I'm all good. Don't worry about it. And then, you know, four months later, I was like, oh, please, I need the psychologist. <laughs> Why and did you guys tell me to do this? <laughs> between... Her and Danny and my family, yeah. they really helped me because I was, you know, same thing. I feel bad, I feel bad and trying mm. to do this. And I remember my psychologist sitting down with me one day and she goes, so what have you got on this week? And I like said everything. And she mapped it out on a whiteboard. She was like, so all your things overlap. So there's far too much on because it doesn't <laughs> actually finish the day. So she made, she helped me cull things down. And, yeah. Yeah, between family and
1: you do. Therapy, al- yeah, you do almost need like an outside pair of eyes to look in in, to be like what are you doing yeah stop it
2: but it took me four years so i'm now four and a just over four years since my brain hemorrhage and i've only just found a good balance
1: okay so what's changed then now versus three years ago steph what's changed in learning how to balance how what is your balance
2: i think you just need time to kind of grieve what you've lost from that, you know, the, the brain injury. It took me a lot of time to kind of come to terms with that. And then I just, I wasn't listening to my body. I wasn't listening. I wasn't listening to family. I wasn't listening to friends. So it just took me a moment to stop and to listen to those people. Because, mm. yeah, like you said, those outside eyes. I remember it was about January and two of my friends and my girlfriend Megs love her. She is also a big person that has helped me. <laughs> yeah. Um to be where I am net right now. Mm. But they were like, you're, you're worse. You're so much worse. Your symptoms are worse. You know, I was just emotional all the time. And oh, emotional ability is a real thing. So when you're tired, yeah. you just yeah, have just, no you yeah. just cr- no filter, just crying, so sensitive. Mm. And I have at this point and I was like, this is, I, I'm done. I've had enough now. I yeah. just need, something needs to change. So my neurologist as well, he tried to get me to take leave and he, he pretty much said, nursing's probably a really bad, job for you
1: mm, we've all heard that well, yeah. and i was
2: like well that's not gonna change so yeah. i'm gonna do that <laughs> i'm
0: so gonna, I'm gonna advice, not buddy, listen to but it's a no from me <laughs> so it's
2: a no from me sweetie i just said okay i'll just have to drop my shifts like obviously it affects the funds but that's fine yeah so i now work point 0.5 and really listen to my body so rest when i need to didn't rest didn't used to you know just like soldier through yeah gotta do this gotta do this gotta finish my masters gotta be a triathlete again I did do a triathlon last year, but only as a team member. So I just did the bike.
0: Fucking hell, Steph. (laughs) Just the
1: 90Ks. Just the 90Ks. Easy, breezy 90Ks. Did you seriously do 90Ks? Yeah.
2: And I got a PB. Oh.
1: Oh. Because Mm. you did, Steph. But I didn't have to do the other two
2: legs, so that kind of Sure.
1: Sure, oh, sure, sure. I wasn't
2: even tired. Well, so honestly.
1: we so we brought you on here to talk about how to balance it <laughs> no, and you just come on and said, I did a triathlon. What I, that's <laughs> what I'm saying.
2: That was only four months ago. I've really in the last four months have I figured that out. This right. was last year. Right, sure. The
1: okay, so this is past Me now death. would
2: not tell me last year to do the 90K bike ride.
1: Okay, okay. so with, with, okay. That, with that, let's you now, yeah. Steph, Steph ABI, Steph awesome nurse, Steph master's nurse, Steph homeowner right now. Mm-hmm. What would you tell immediately post-operative Steph in the hospital bed if you could tell her one thing?
2: Set manageable goals and expectations <laughs> because my baby steps. So mm. just start with things that you are achievable because – I mean, doing a full Ironman again, not achievable. Getting mm. back to work in a month, not achievable. Not achievable. Do you know all these things? <laughs> mm. your so just mm. set smaller goals, smaller goals, more achievable goals. Yeah. Listen to your loved ones because also let them in. I think I I wasn't honest with them. Mm. Yeah, and, and I think you... it's really hard for a family member or a friend or a boyfriend I had a boyfriend at the time now a yeah. girlfriend. Um, swapsies,
1: one in, one out.
2: They feel so helpless, and so yeah. if you're not honest with them, I mean, everyone's going through the chronic illness, you know, with family you. Yes. are going so through. Yeah, so true. And so I remember my my poor mom was like, "How are I, like How are you feeling? And you know, you must. I'm so sorry you're going through this." And I was like, "It's fine, it's fine." Until one day I had a fall in the park, like a maybe a month post op, and I was Oh, and isn't that and great? That was like my first cry to her. She was yeah. probably really relieved. She's like, "Oh God, Thank she's God, not a some robot." emotions, yeah. you know. Yeah. So yeah, just help like listen to your loved ones let them help you set smaller um goals or more achievable goals mm. just really listen to your body and did you find in that period like we shan and I often talk
0: about it but we find that there's people that come into your life and people that exit your life and people that actually aren't there for you when you thought you, they would be there for you and like did you find you had to reevaluate the people
2: who were in your life at the time too I- no, I really didn't. I was saying that to you the other day. Yeah, you were. Yeah. You said that. Every no one in everyone in my life was amazing. That's so like, good. There was not one person. I was like, oh, hold on. Like you no, suck a little no, bit. I don't.
1: <laughs> but there was no- but you 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 explained the other day when we were talking about it why that was it was because you'd had a filter previously. Yeah. Previ- prior to that point. Prior to yes.
2: that late twenties, you know, I did a lot of traveling. You just yeah. Kind of you filter out the bad. Filter people. out bad yeah. people.
0: Yeah. And did you so your health journey, like I know you were talking about Steph in the last few months has so been able to say all these things, but your health journey from four years ago, did you have any ongoing health scares or has it just been a slow, continual no, journey many. to rehab?
2: So I was <laughs> uh, so like, they, we're missing a video they said, <laughs> me, they said to me, any any new symptoms you have, you have to go straight to the E D because they don't know what caused this. Mm. So because I cause I um lied to get out of the <laughs> hospital the first
1: time because that's also little week, fibbies a
2: little few fibs a week later i went back with horrible symptoms and had Me aseptic again. meningitis have you heard of aseptic meningitis
1: no please tell the people it's about basically aseptic like meningitis
2: all the signs of meningitis Minus the infection because they fiddled around in your brain so much. Yeah, they you they played with oh, your brain. Oh, so they put you on steroids. So then I was a grumpy, hungry, grumpy, grumpy, swollen so hungry, gal. So hungry, My poor family and friends. It was awful. I couldn't sleep. And so that was that. And then there was probably a few hospital visits that year. Mm. And then the code blue that you were talking about, Jess. I was at work. My poor colleagues. I was sitting there eating a cupcake, and I, was like, I couldn't swallow. Jess is like, mm-hmm. I couldn't <laughs> swallow, and I. Couldn't move one of my arms and my vision went all funny and like a thunderclap headache. So they called a code blue in the tea room. And
0: I didn't go because I sent someone else. I was like, can someone else go? Because I was coordinating or something and I sent someone else and then someone came up and they were like, it's a nurse from the ward i was like is it steph and someone was like yeah that was her name and then i started crying on the ward <laughs> and then i rung the ward to ask how you were oh, and you because, were there because
1: you worked on did you work on no, neuro no, no, at the same no, time no no no
0: steph and i just knew each other from like nurse life we just knew each other her dad and my mum are friends it's oh cute. yeah that's yeah,
1: right that's cardiology cute. vibes yeah, cute. yeah. Cute, cute, got cute. it
2: yeah so that was that so then went oh god to go through the bridge you know the bridge oh, that so the yeah hospitals. Oh. so
1: our new hospital for probably those, three
2: people have been on that ever yeah one one of you. One's to
1: use it. so with our hospital the where the children's hospital has been built it's on a, a medical campus where the pre-existing one of the pre-existing adult hospitals lives and there is a bridge that connects the two of them like an internal bridge because we also share a helipad so this bridge is supposed to connect the two hospitals and if an adult collapses or has a code blue or a medical emergency in our hospital because we're a pediatric hospital we're not covered to look after them so then we have to put them on a bread a bed a bread don't put them on a bread. That's not going to get you very far. Put them on a bed <laughs> and wheel them across the bridge to the adult hospital, where they can be looked after by adult doctors and nurses. So, anyway, so you went across the bridge. What happened? What what happened?
2: So they did. They did what they call as a stroke call. So anyone that comes in with symptoms like that. It's amazing. Like you get seen by a neurologist and in a scanner within yep. about two minutes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> when I had my stroke call, because I actually had a stroke and they had, did a stroke call at Charlie's, um, one of my nurses, one of the nurses that were looking after me was one of my preceptors when I was a student. And she oh. went, Sean. I was like, Priscilla? <laughs> I couldn't, I didn't actually say her name because I couldn't talk at the time. I just looked at her like, Yes, yep, that's me. That's me. <laughs> She's like, you're all right? I was like, no. no. <laughs> oh, just just casually having a stroke. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's all cool. It's all cool. But yeah, you get a lot of people around yeah. you real quick. They're all ready to go. It's now 24-7 now, it's that amazing. cool. It's very cool. I was lucky that I had mine on a Monday, Monday morning, because otherwise... Well-timed. I know. You know You know me. Thanks, buddy. Proficient. Because um, <laughs> otherwise, if it's at the time, it wasn't 24-7. It was only Monday to Friday. Like seven till six or something. How ridiculous. So dumb. But now they've got funding and it's all amazing and 24 7, so many people are being saved for strokes now. So, anyway, so you had a stroke call. Every Tom, Dick, and Harry was around you. You were in the scanner. In the scanner. What happened? Did you have a stroke?
2: No. So I hadn't had any further bleeds. What did they name it? They named it like reversible cerebro. Oh. They made something up, didn't they? It's like a Step. vasoconstriction syndrome thing. So you, they. You know, they didn't want to label it a TAA because I've had a hemorrhage in the past and they didn't want to put them on aspirin, so they just named it something. Right. Anyway, all my symptoms resolved within So they just
1: put some Latin hours. words together and were like, that, yep. that sounds
2: good. But fun fact, since then, I haven't gone to hospital, so that was two years ago.
1: Okay, yeah, but should you have gone <laughs> to a hospital between now well, and then? Well,
2: because he said any new symptoms. So now all my symptoms are the same. So in my view, I don't have to go to the hospital. <laughs> Poor Megs, because there's probably a few times that she's looking at me like, do we need to go? Do we need I'm to like, go? No.
1: So also... Meg um, Steph's partner. She is a doctor. So. <laughs> um, poor thing. Poor thing is like assessing 24 <laughs> <24/7. Meg's> seven stress
2: levels. <laughs> when, when I'm tired, my pupils go very unequal. I'll oh, send so oh, you a photo. No? They're, they're ridiculous. And really? So, like, poor thing looking at me like. oh, um, I'm sure.
1: oh. oh Should we go oh. now? Just, yeah, yeah. Just go now. Maybe now. I remember when I had my stroke. The uh, the post um, period was stressful for my partner at the time um he shall not be named um but he used to stress and used to get me to sing um a one-eyed one horde flying purple pe- flying purple people eater yeah, i haven't sang it. it in a while what? it's a it's a rhyme it it's was a, a it was a song it, for it like a, a monster eater. yeah
0: one-eyed, yeah I did yeah so i, I had it. to okay
1: <laughs> we'll have to see that later yeah, yeah, put sure. it on You're TikTok welcome. um but I had to be able to say that and put both my hands in the air if they thought I was having like a symptom yeah, okay. so that was like a try a trial for me to be like now nah, I've got my words or I can do you know so even now when I get like a funny like Ooh, I go, I have to like
0: oh, test yourself. do this
1: with but because I get stressed about it because I'm like oh
0: Maybe When you say do this, Sean is touching every single digit oh, yeah, onto sorry. her thumb individually yeah. for those who can't see. For the
1: audio, because we, we don't put the, all the visuals up. So the, for those that can't see, I tap my thumb to my little finger and then work up and down really quickly to make sure that I can do both on both mm. hands. Because stroke obviously affects, so the stroke response is fast. So it's face, arms, speech and time. So F A S T. Face, arm, speech, time. So face, your face drops. Arms, one can move and one doesn't. Speech, your speech goes. So you can't, you stumble your words like I do frequently. Um, <laughs> and you can't say words. And then time is that you have to call um, for an ambulance as soon as possible to get them because you've got a small window of opportunity like we've spoken about before. So yeah, so those are my mini tests that I do still to this day, just in case. Because, you know, once you once you pop... Can't stop. You might come again. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't oh, no. pop though, I clotted. I yeah. was the opposite. You threw a clot. But this. then I'm scared because of the warfarin. That you might have a bleed. If we pop, we'll, yeah. we'll pop, pop big time.
0: Explode, doll. Yeah, just Let's not bleed do that. all through
1: that. That's why I check my INR now.
0: Good girl. Regularly. Good, good very girl. So very good. good. Such a Proud good patient. Of you.
1: It's taken you a while, but we're there. And just for the warfarin monitors of the world, Mama Swanson, this is a juice <laughs> in the wine glass. Just let you know it's not alcohol. The other girls are drinking alcohol. We are definitely <laughs> we are. on the hair of the dog. <laughs> They're on the hair of the dog they've both had a wild night. <laughs> oh
2: no. Oh, another thing. Go. Yeah. The, so this job was advertised recently. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yes, yes. The debate. So it was like a CNS job, dream job, CNS being clinical nurse clinical specialist. specialist. Always wanted to do it. It mm. got advertised. I've just recently dropped my shifts to 0.5.
1: And live in the dream. Living the
2: dream, feeling good, saw this job. Oh, what a great idea. Full-time morning <laughs> shifts. I did ask if they could do it part-time, which they said yes. So I was like, no, this is probably not a good idea, but still did my application just yep. for that little part of it to just yep. feel, feel, and, like, sa- and then set make up. a last minute decision about what I wanted to do. Did you flip a coin? No, I didn't. Oh. I very peacefully decided no.
1: Wow. wow this and is a mom, new step my
2: mom said to me what's important to you right now i said feeling well and she goes okay so not setting up a job that doesn't exist and being stressed all the time you know mm. no so i was and then it got to 4 p.m on submission day and i thought i'm gonna be having major regrets, and regrets. connections yeah, and yeah yeah didn't for so proud of myself and i was like no wow. that's so good Steph. It, you know it's important to feel well yeah and, you know that's, that is that is the priority, like, I feel like you guys could take a lot of advice. <laughs> <laughs> you use far yeah. too many spoons. You work like
1: full-time full plus. This is Ooh. why she's no, agreed to like, come yeah. on. And, yeah. and you, you have to publicly remus. spray us. And
2: you have a chronic illness podcast.
1: <laughs> and we're not doing any of the things properly. No. We hear you, Steph. We yeah. hear you. Yeah. But we're going to ignore you because we've got about four more years <laughs> 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 on the timeline. Yeah, yeah. On the test <laughs> timeline. We've still got time. I know. I'm past you. I was before you.
0: No, but I'm proud of you because you dropped your Wednesday, So now you do I two did. and then a rest day and then two. And then just That's
1: picked correct. up a podcast on the side. Yeah,
0: yeah. And hey, I applied for a new job to get me out of working nights and days at the same time. Yeah, I'm proud Starting of you. Starting to learn. Yeah. Guys. Just slowly. so proud of you. Mm.
1: We'll get in there. Yeah. We're going to yeah. get the balance. Look. Come back in twelve months' time. We'll be new people, Steph. Yeah. We'll have a little birthday. That's Speaking oh, of plan. birthdays, do you celebrate the day that you? Yeah, my um, brain anniversary. Tell everyone about your brain anniversary. <laughs> so my brain anniversary
2: is the fourteenth of July. That's the day. It's like a rebirth. Like I didn't die.
1: Yeah, love I survived. that. Survived. Yeah.
2: So why not have a brain anniversary? This, this last brain anniversary, my girlfriend Meg's made me the cutest little brain cupcakes. Oh my, oh my God. God, love I her. i send you a Snapchat. Please. Love her. <laughs> yeah, and I always, no, I love her. Love I my like, whole brain anniversary.
1: That was beautiful. I have a stroke anniversary.
2: Again, you should. Like, you know, like, mm. and that's the other thing that in the last four months, you know, you're always sitting there going, oh, can't do this, can't do this. No, now I'm just proud of what I can do and I'm proud that I'm here and I'm proud that I can manage my symptoms and my body's gone through a lot. Like two brain surgeries in its mm. lifetime, very mm. traumatic experiences. Two more than many people. Be proud of that, you know, not mourning, you know, you, fair enough you mourn, what your body used to be able to do, but mm. now I'm very proud of what it can do. It's like that switch, hey. once you change, change.
0: just yeah. change your perception on things. It's like, you know what? I can't be that negative all the time. When we talk about like sitting in
1: that place of darkness, mm. you just feel so much shit up. Yeah. Like, mm. You can't see the light. And it is like, we don't, so we spend a lot of our time trying to normalize ourselves. And by doing that, we almost negate and invalidate our experience and the struggle that we maintain and commit to on the daily and those small achievements that we do that is seemed so normal to everyone else is actually really big but in order for us to not feel so ostracized and isolated we don't acknowledge them for yeah. what they are yeah. and they're huge achievements Yeah, huge. like the fact that like, I, I was washing my hair today, right? Because, again, if we flash back to first if episode. If you're an OG, you know it's OG, a big deal. It's a big deal. It takes a lot of spoons. And I was literally, like, had my elbows on the wall. And I was str- just <laughs> scrubbing <laughs> just- my head because my shoulders were aching. And I was like, do you know what? The fact that I wash my own hair, like, I did that. Tick to me. Yeah. Yay me. And, like, I don't acknowledge how much I adapt my life to actually maintain this image of being normal and I don't celebrate the wins the fact that same similar to you in that I've been through a shit ton and the fact that I'm fully functioning to what I want to be is huge and we don't celebrate that enough no and
2: they are they we all have an invisible disability so Mm. that makes it even harder because not that I want to have like you know a weakness on one side or Mm. you know anything that could have been yeah sure yeah it does make it a lot more difficult and so that's why you need to be really honest with your family because they can't see it you need to tell them yeah 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 and i used to hide it a lot
0: yeah. And then you kind of do like you do want to hide it for the people that you don't know or don't know well. You just do want to put on that facade, like yeah, yeah, I'm all good, because you don't have the energy to like go into it. You're Explan- like, yeah, I, I can't explain that in a yeah. short period of time. It's too much. So yeah, no, I'm fine, thanks. It's all good. It's so bad, isn't it?
2: But then you do you hide it to the people closest to you as well. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because
1: you don't want to then have to then act upon the fact that you're not okay. Yeah. Because sometimes you, don't deal you just want to pretend that you're all right, and you're like, I don't want to have to think about. Having to book a doctor's appointment or going for another scan. Like, I'm just going to say I'm fine because then they're not going to worry. Then I don't have and to And they'll deal stop with that. asking me questions. Yeah. yeah. I'll just put that in a box yeah. and I'll deal with that later. Please and thank you. Yeah. But so what I learned interestingly, because obviously we're brain buddies and I know that part of your life, but I only learned last lunch that we had that you actually have endo as well.
2: I do. So. That's very I'm lucky. It's not like yours, Jess. It's been managed well on the pill, which is really lucky. But I did have these horrible endometriomas, like so ovarian cysts Mm. that used to just burst and the pain was horrible. it was the worst pain I've ever had. It was worse than brain surgery. Like, But it only it was very quickly. Burst, yeah. done. And so there was huge. So one of them was like 12 centimetres in Holy one of my ovaries. Mackerel. But mackerel. You don't do anything in heart. <laughs> like just
0: 500 mils from your head, no, 12 <laughs> centimetres down <laughs> here. My
2: neurologist, when I told him about that, he goes, you just a sissy, Steph. god. I very oh. insist I thought that was great really. Oh, but God. Um, but Sist- dark Sist- Steph. dark that is, that's the title of this Love week's that. episode. Sist-y interview, Sist-y interview with Sissy Steph. <laughs> but that's very manageable now so that I'm on the pill which is yeah. I worthy.
1: found that really funny
2: because when... because I always had boyfriends and I, now the one time I don't need a contraception I'm on the pill. <laughs>
1: I just found that oh, so funny. The one t- like the time that she's in a relationship with another female, so therefore doesn't need contraceptive, I'll is now on, pill on. contraceptive. <laughs>
2: <Yes>. <laughs> but I love that contraceptive. That pill.
1: Saves you. But what one are you on?
2: White. Zoli? Well, I don't even think that's how you say it. Zoli. Um, yeah, Zoli. I don't know. I don't yeah. know
1: right. I'm not on them, so. Oof.
2: I'm happy with that. It did I'm... make me put on a lot of weight this year, but I, also yeah. think, I, th- I think it was also a mix of not being at exercise because I was – Using all my spoons at
1: work. burning them yeah. both ends but
0: the hormones are fucking weird like the one i had to transition to because mine stopped being made and it's a pfizer brand too so i don't understand i thought pfizer would be pumping at the moment <laughs> but pfizer They're stopped busy, making noraman and so then i went to this pharmacist and he was like jess the sas can fly it in i kid you not the, you know, SAS. the sas can fly this in. this isn't even a fun fact follow-up this is the hot truth He'll it'll he'll fly you in on like a fucking cargo or something. It'll cost between three and four hundred dollars for three weeks.
1: What? I was like, probably not,
0: doll. Probably not.
1: Probably so not. I transitioned I a to a
0: different pill because my one wasn't being made during COVID. Fun fact, it just came back last week, so mm. I'm got a fucking horrible endo flare because I'm transitioning back. Because this one I had to swap onto, I put five and a half kilos on, mm. and I was like, "That's not Changes a vibe. Your whole body Yeah, it's bad. gross. I'm like, "What are these hips? I've never had hips." Yeah,
1: lady <laughs> <It's laughs> hips. Yeah, Ugh. these hips don't lie. No, they
0: don't, doll. They're they are juicy at the moment.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Love it. Yeah, Ugh. curvaceous. Mm.
1: Well, because speaking of contraceptive, I was talking to Jess oh, yeah, and this, the girl, is wild. this is wild. This We
0: need to do some more research on this,
1: but yeah, don't, don't want to scare you all, yeah,
0: but maybe a little bit.
1: Look, I'm going to preface this in that I saw a video, so it's not from a sound bit of research. I will do it. I just haven't had time. So I saw a video of a gynecologist, again, not sure if they were legitimate or not. Again, I'll follow it up fun fact (laughs) follow-up
2: so many so many
1: so many um so i saw a video of a gynecologist explaining the marina which for those who don't know is a little device it looks like a t and it sits within your uterus and it's a form of contraceptive that doesn't have progesterone or estrogen now this little device, it sits in your uterus and it lasts for five years. And you, it's quite painful to put in and quite painful to take out. So knock what, me
0: out, put me under a GA. oh my god, it, I, honestly, hoochie gucci trauma for me. Nah, oh, knock me the fuck it out. It
1: hurts a lot. Need to take some painkillers with that one. It's like the period cramp barbaric. from hell. It is awful. Anyway, that's a side note for another conversation this gynecologist talking about that she feels that people are not fully educated on the marina when they get it put in and she was saying that on the marina you can still get pregnant again i want to preface this but i don't know if this is 100 true so i need to do my own research and i will let you know that you can still get pregnant while you're on the marina but it the fertilized egg because of the marina can't Fully latch onto the uteral lining, so then you theoretically miscarry. What? Yeah.
0: That's why people have like irregular irregular bleeding bleeding or periods or clotty
1: periods because it's actually a miscarriage. Wow. And I didn't know that, (laughs) so that's why I'm like, I need to know if other people know this, and I also need to know if this is true. But I don't know why knowing that makes it true because I, I won't change it because it works for me. Yeah. Mm. But I don't know why knowing that information would change my mind. But I don't but I know think why it people don't does. know that information. I yes. feel like that
0: should be on the consent form.
1: Right? Mm. I mean, on the consent form, it's like it can move, it can rupture, like blah, blah, blah. But that wasn't there. That part about miscaraging wasn't there. Wasn't there. Wasn't <laughs> there. <laughs> so I need to make sure if it if it should be there, if it's real. I mm. need to know. I need to know now.
2: Yeah, that's a good fun fact follow up. Oh, it's
1: definitely a fun fact follow Looking up. But it, it, it won't change my mind. It's still going to stay in there for the next three years or however long it needs to stay in there for until I get a new one. But yeah, wild. Wild sister. Wild. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just going to finish my juice. Hang on. <laughs> oh my God. ASMR. Uh, AS, uh, ASMR? What?
2: what is it? What? what, what? ASMR? So? It's like
1: a type of thing where they like talk and they, like, scratch the mic and, like, flick pages. Like, are
0: they meant to be, like, sexual talking? No,
1: it's supposed to be, like, really hypnotic and put people to sleep. Oh,
0: I thought you were, like, going to get all spicy. I was like,
1: no, oh. I think it is spicy, but people swear to me that it's not. No? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe, sis. Have you never heard of ASMR? I've definitely heard of the term, but I didn't know what it was.
0: Okay. No. Well, I've never
2: even heard of the term.
1: Really? No. Just people whispering and, like, tapping nails on things. I'll show you a video later.
0: Sure. Anything else, Sister Steffi? That we've left out.
1: i I feel very um proactive in balancing my life now. I know. Yeah, I know.
0: I feel like I seriously need to.
2: It's the best and it's just once you kind of accept, okay, this is this is this is it. Because like, I I think as well, you kind of think, Okay, I'm gonna improve. In four years I'll mm. be I'll be out of work. I'll be out yeah. of It obviously didn't. This is a lot. Like brain injuries are lifelong. (laughs) Lifelong (laughs) fuckers. So no, once you just accept that and you just, I'm just really at peace with it all.
1: See, I, I I think, yeah, yeah. you don't
0: need a climb. That's a beautiful place to be. I
2: love the reason I became a nurse was to look after the patients. Mm. And you know, I think I always wanted to kind of, you know, do something more. And I've done a few little things, but now that I've said no to that job. Mm. I mean, it doesn't mean so. I say no in the no, future. No, no, never. Just yeah. for now. Yeah. Very content, very happy with that. Just enjoy your life. Have lots of... i got so many spoons at the moment.
1: Oh, stop oh, it. This I went do to it. a
2: wedding last night and then oh. I went for lunch today. Now I'm doing this. Like, I wouldn't have been able to do any of that.
1: Yeah, wow. That's so cool. That's so showy-offy with yeah, all those spoons, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> me, I'm just trying to, to... Just a cutlery drawer full yeah. of them. Rub off on you a little bit. Food. But I, I think that, you know... Through, I haven't told you this Steph, but through my recovery, I've held you in my mind a lot through it. And in that you've almost been my um, motivation for my own self recovery. Yeah, like seriously. Um, So when we met, obviously we were were both um, post brain injury, obviously part of my brain's dead that apparently I don't need it, so it's fine. But it still does affect me somewhat in terms of memory and speech and especially when I'm tired, um, which is just brain injury life. Sometimes
0: like, I love when you're tired because I'll tell you a story and you'll think I'm really funny. I was like, I know I've told her this, but she thinks I'm funny again. <laughs> <laughs> <Good.
1: Her laughs> i like, I haven't really told to it her this. I'm like, yeah, but yeah but it's funny. Look, it's funny. she it's doesn't second remember. Time too. <laughs> but no, seriously, like I held you as part of my motivation of like, If you can do it, I can do it, and it really made me believe in putting myself first and like listening to my body. Even though when you you feel like you weren't listening to your body, I felt that you were listening to your body more than I was, and you were putting your your rehab and your recovery and your healing as a priority, and also being able to balance your life at the time. Like you were just like brain goals to me
2: oh i love that yeah. i love having a brain buddy because it's very isolating yeah so one of the girls from work she's recently just um had a brain injury from being hit by a car and she's healed quite well but at least like, during the rough period i was able to be there for her mm. and i was like it, it's really good having someone that you can go to because yep. that's very isolating and unless you've gone through it you don't yeah and every brain injury is different so mm. yours is you know yours yep. was an ischemic stroke. Mm. Mine was a brain hemorrhage. So then, mm. you know, in different, different parts end of the, of the body, spectrum. Like, everything's mm. different. Yep. But at least just having that person be like, hey, brain buddy.
1: Yeah, hey. Yeah. And it would be like a catch up of like, how are you feeling? I was like, oh, yeah, I've had this thing. It's a bit different. And you're like, you should probably go talk to someone about that, shouldn't you? And you're like, yeah. I saw a shine at work probably... the other
2: day, you know, a CNC roll. Yeah. And she's, what do you have? A migraine? I had a
1: migraine, mm-hmm. yeah. Migraine.
2: She's just standing there. I said, so what are you going to do about that? No, I've got, to, I've got to go to a meeting. Yeah, right she's going to go I've got to go a meeting. She goes, This is how she
0: goes. She goes, I've taken a wafer. It's not working. I've got nothing else to do. I'm just going to the meeting without my eyesight. Okay, Sean, sounds good. But it's great having a brain buddy and it is great having friends and it is have a great, so great having a team behind you. But like, even Steph, when you were out seconded to another role and your neurologist was like, Steph, you need to take leave now. Yeah. Like, I put yeah. my foot down. You need to have time off. And sometimes it's just that one person that you're like, Oh, okay. Like me mm-hmm. with glandular fever, I was like, Oh, Sean, I reckon I'll be back tomorrow. And you're like, you are neutropenic and you have hepatitis. <laughs> Probably not, sister. Probably not sister. I mean, you, you're not going to go. You're not, go. I you're was not like, going to work. Oh, my, my, I could, maybe. I you like, shouldn't. No, yeah. But it's you that could. one person
1: that's like, I will
0: fucking not let you out that door.
1: <laughs> I will sit in yeah. front of that door, bitch. <laughs> I will slash your tires. <laughs> yeah. You are not going to work.
2: All oh, right.
1: But yeah. But all it's
2: right. No, it's nice having a little um, chronic illness community because there's oh. a lot of us out there. There's so
0: many, and like Dude. the whole invisible thing, and people don't know. And you start talking, like I said to Sean last night, wild. I went out with, to my brother's gig, and one of his like, friends of a friend, she's really sweet. And she was, Ben introduced me to all his mates, and she was so nice, and she was so chatty. And then at the end, she was like, I love the podcast. I was at the podcast and then lifted her shirt and she had a zipper. And she She's was like, like I'm me. valve too. She like was be. like, no one would know. And I don't talk to my friends about
2: That's it. That's podcast is done. It's opened up like a whole community, so many oh. conversations. Honestly,
1: we're all coming out with the woodwork. Cheers oh, oh, to Cheers. cheers. Oh,
2: this is right. We've got the oh. bucket here. I've got <laughs> one chin,
1: chin. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. If you're at, <laughs> at home, cheers to your water and your coffee and your milk, whatever you're drinking.
0: chimeric Or oh, your wine. Or oh, your turmeric latte. <laughs>
1: Steph Absolutely tried not. to
0: make, have...
1: shan <laughs> Ste- have one. Now no, I'm losing no, my speech. It's contagious. <laughs> <laughs> it's contagious again. Anyway, she let oh. us down and she isn't drinking juice. No, I'm, I'm drinking juice. I'm not I'm not a monster. But let's move on to questions and quotes because, Steph, I believe you've brought a quote to I the... I have a quote. Uh, and you give you, the first, do you have any questions?
0: For us, maybe? Because I, we, well, I feel like yeah, we just,
2: just, just spent for an, an hour
1: <laughs> questioning you.
2: Well, I do have... I just... I'm hoping. Well, it's not really a question. Okay, I guess it's, I can phrase it as a question. After having me on your po- podcast, mm. will you two be a bit kinder to your spoons and your chronic illnesses? So, Sean, I remember you mentioned that you're having your hip replacement and mm. you're going to take two weeks off work. <laughs> no, no,
1: I'm taking no, more just than taking two, taking two weeks. Like three months. Now, I'm taking We've three re- months off.
2: You said something about two weeks.
1: Oh no, two weeks till in you're back hockey. in rehab
2: oh okay Okay. yeah
1: no hoppy um be back on my feet yeah so do you
2: think that there's anything that you might take on board or uh,
1: absolutely absolutely because and i actually again you come into my mind frequently when i'm thinking about my work and stuff so at the moment i'm working um almost a full-time role so eight shifts and um as a clinical nurse consultant in infection control. Um, Hi Chava.
2: Yeah. Hi, Chava. <laughs> um,
1: no one else wanted to do it, so I'll, I'll step up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but the person whose job it is is coming back, so my anchor. Um, Contract so my substantive is an RN on the ward and having been out of the ward environment for like two years. Oh sis, I'm not going back. No, there's no way. So there's that
0: many EOIs. We will keep you out forever. Yeah,
1: we're we're not going back there. So I know that that's not for me. So I'm I've had a conversation with myself and so I've booked time off until the end of January and in December we're gonna have a look what's out there and do you know what if it means that I need to go do something completely different for a little bit, then that's fine. But I just, my body did not cope well with shift work and ward work at the level that I was doing it. Um, and so I think now that I'm just open to navigating a new space and we'll just see what happens. Love that. So that's-, that's Very proud that's, of you. Thank you that's, that's so that's proud of you. Thank you. And I haven't got anything, cause I was like, while I'm off, I've got, like, off till January, I'm going to do, like, an extra course. I'll do, like, some, you know, PD and... No, no, no. you're not. Just do I'm some not. of those
2: little diamond things. Yep. You yeah, can yeah, 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 yeah. She's already got one I've ready already got to go. One. i <laughs> the
1: Yeah, so that's my... I'm I definitely going to do that. My dexterity,
0: I can't. Oh, I, I shake it. so bad. So I, I can't do
1: it. I love it. What, what, what about am I, you? What, am I what are I you going to do? do?
0: Well, look, I'm a bit, like deaf in the fact that i was just like, i can work i can work i love my job i'll work 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 so that definitely needs to change have applied for a new job so we'll see and if i don't get that then i probably really should think about cutting a 12 hour shift definitely definitely i can't yeah doing the old 100%. one fte the full time no, is not a vibe well, and half doing two nights did. and three days in one week so not
1: good it's not the one it's
0: not, it's not the one ones, mom said to me the other day she's like Uh, I've just calculated how much you've worked in the last six days. I was like, oh, yeah. She's like 80 hours. I was like something like disgusting like that. And I was like, oh, yep, yep. She's like, are you working more? Feels like I am, but that... My work life balance needs to change. So I'll work on that. If I don't yeah. get this job, I might think about having a meeting or even trying to ask or get a medical certificate to come
2: off nights. I think that's a pretty good
1: start. That's oh. a one step in the it right direction. It took me three
2: years to ex- agree to that medical certificate. My biologist yeah. was like, no night shift. He's married to a nurse. No night shift, no night shift. I was like, but I love
1: it. <laughs> but I love it. I don't it. love no. it. I
2: just, I'm too piss weak to no, get stand your
1: certificate.
0: up for myself to okay. deal with it. Yeah, we'll do that. But yeah, that, yeah. so if I don't get this job, I think I'll get a medical All right.
1: Uh, Medical get to come off nights. You've said it on the podcast now, so know, you need I know. to. I will, okay. I will it's rinse me. you. I know, it's
0: been in the back of my head for so long, and now it's, at me and now. it's, yeah, it's out me now. Yeah, It's out now. It's out
1: now. All right, so questions done. Sister Steph, what is your quote for the I week? I have
0: a quote. And the story behind the quote. It's a,
2: well, it so I had to put a PowerPoint together for a little presentation I did on brain injuries to a group of people a couple of years ago and I found this quote but this quote were there other adult peoples or yeah, children yeah oh, adults. this can be a um, it's related to brain injuries but it can be related to any chronic illness love that so my quote is life is infinitely more difficult if you try to push yourself back into the world you knew before your injury rather than creating a new satisfying space for yourself
0: Ooh. Oh, if that's not a little
2: summary of step 60
0: steps, yeah. one hour. And I don't know the source. It's a, uh, It's just found
2: it. Anonymous. Oh, we'll do a fun fact follow-up. <laughs> fun fact
0: follow-up. Okay. or will it okay. as
1: your own, Yeah, we'll just claim it as you yeah, right, we'll claim it yeah. your own. Okay, it's I'll fine. claim it as my
0: own. <laughs> <laughs> that's love a beautiful
1: that. quote. I love that. Yeah. We'll have to make that a bit and of art. a nice
2: satisfying
0: space.
1: Yeah, a nice, nice satisfying and space. Nice. And
0: you, you are nice and satisfied
1: at the moment. I'm very
0: so satisfied. So satisfied. That's so good. I love that. Yeah.
1: That's something to aim for, I think yeah absolutely a
0: nice sati- this sounds warm doesn't Ooh, it oh I hope oh.
1: everyone works on their satisfying space this week because yeah. <laughs> I know I certainly am god damn that's a good, quote. It is a good yeah. quote we're gonna have to put some artwork yeah. onto oh, that yeah. sisters oh yeah, Sister oh, yeah. throw it on the gram throw it on with the little gram. steph's head in the corner with a dash and yeah. steph's yeah. head yeah <laughs> with a triathlon bike yeah 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 <laughs> 90 a little counts. gif yeah mm, pedal 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 just across the bottom love it <laughs> No <pressure. laughs> i'm on like I'm on. um what's that what's the looney tune that the, the mm, roadrunner yeah roadrunner thank you That was really good for me who
0: doesn't do cartoons, but I once went to movie world, so I know that.
1: Okay. oh all uh, right then guys well we're gonna sign off for this week thank you for all being patient with us and thank you so much Steph for coming on we really appreciate it
0: thank you so it. much for having me I've loved it it's oh, so it's nice to like... my first ever podcast and it's our I first know. ever
1: interview it's much nicer having a friend though than a stranger yeah. it's just a chat <laughs> and we can have it over a wine yeah it's all good it's uh, a safe a wine space in the spare room. Yeah. Yeah. yeah wine thank in you. the spare room the pod room I think you'll find yeah. sister Steph. sorry sorry <laughs> I think I'm it might you. soon
0: be my brother's room I think we're moving into the one next door oh great thank you Ben
1: Infiltrating our pod room. Oh no. Rude. rude. <laughs> so rude. All
2: right, All right. guys.
1: On well, that note, have, have a great week. week. Take care. Take care. Bye. Bye. <laughs>